It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I'm laughing because one of my neighbor texted me if I wanted a 40. And truth be told, I didn't know what he meant by a 40, right? And so because he went to the liquor store, not that I drink at all, but he said, do you want a 40? And I was like, a 40, what do you mean? He said, like, cold 45, you know, 40. I said, I didn't know what it is. Do you know what's a 40, by the way? And so then what happened is that I didn't know what it was. So I just said, no, and then he told me it's a, it's a beer. You, know, you can get it. Anyway, I learn things every day uh, with my neighbors, with my friends. With <laughs> Never forget that. Do you want a 40? There's nothing like this in France. You don't say 40. I don't know if you know what it meant, though, or it's just me from France who know nothing about this. Also, I don't drink at all, so that probably is why. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Back to you, back to your relationship, away from the 40. Any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your love life, your relationship, please dial in, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Grace. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Grace. What's going on tonight? How can I help? Well, um, I have a boyfriend, and we've been together now for almost a year, but I recently found out that early in our relationship, um, only a few months in, he was actually doing some inappropriate texting with um, an ex-girlfriend. And, mm -hmm. you know, he says nothing happened um, physically, and I can tell that that's true but i don't know if that's a forgivable thing or not i see uh, just a detail you said you guys were together only a, a month and a half together no it was about three months by then okay so you found out three months together were you exclusive at that time we were and so grace when you say inappropriate was it like ooh la la or was it just uh, suggesting ooh la la for sure ooh la la for sure okay how did that make you feel Oh, I mean, I was pretty devastated, and I confronted him about it, and he confessed it right away, and I know he feels, you know, awful about it, said he was freaked out by our relationship and the pandemic, and that, you know, she wanted it to be a, a real-life ooh-la-la, and that he did not do that, because he felt, you know, he didn't want that at all. But, you know, that's still a breach of trust in my mind, and still cheating in my mind, so... I don't know that you can get past that. Yeah, that's the question. I mean, um, if it was your best friend, your best girlfriend would ask you the same question, what would you advise her to do? Gosh, that's hard. I probably would say, you know, that if she really believes him to see if he can build back up that trust, but I'd certainly tell her to be cautious. Now, there's something that bothers me is that he did it and I don't buy his excuses. I think he wanted to ulala with her. I think he couldn't. I think you you picked up on this. I think that um, he's still into her. And I'm wondering, why would you want to stay with a guy like this? I don't know. You should ask this question to yourself. Because next time, you know, it will be shame on me because I've already been warned. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you, follow your intuition. But always ask yourself, why would I want to stay now that I know all that with a guy like this? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. All right. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer. Just want you to be protected from future disappointment. That's why I wanted to be able to talk to you. I, I know that you would tell me the truth. 
All right, Grace, good luck to you. Be strong and um, stay safe and have a good night. You too, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer rich Instagram DM question because he went on a few dates and things are not, are not working well. And so he has a question for me. His DM is next. So I received this interesting question from Rich on my uh, social media, Instagram DM, at Rendezvous Radio. Rich goes, Bonjour Simon, I've been on a few dates this year and none of them went well. The last girl I went out with told me flat out that I was too agreeable and too nice. I'm not sure what she means by that. Is there any way I can stop being like this? Please help. Yeah, what does that mean uh, if you go on dates and people tell you you're too nice and too agreeable? I'm going to tell you what it means and I'm going to tell you what to do coming up next. So, Rich went on a few dates and this year none of them went well. The last girl he went out with told him he was just too agreeable. Too nice. So Rich goes, Simon, what does that mean and what can I do to change this? Well, what does it mean is, it means you're not, how am I going to say this nicely? It means you, you just make an effort, you're not yourself. You're playing it too kind. And women have an intuition, they pick up on this, meaning you're afraid of being rejected, so you play it too nice. And women have a fabulous tool with the intuition, which is if you're not yourself and you're acting out too nice, they'll call you on it and they call it too agreeable. So um, that's what it means. What you should do about it, just be yourself. It's okay to be rejected for who we are, but it's a waste of time to be rejected for who we are not. So my advice to you, Rich, is next time you're going to date, just be yourself, and then the right person will like you for who you are. That's my advice. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shana. Bonjour, Saman. Bonjour, Shana. Uh, what's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Well, I just, I'm not sure how to most um, kindly, respectfully, whatever, uh, approach him about spending a little bit more quality time with me. He's working really hard. I really appreciate it, but I do, I miss feeling connected to him. I can see that. What way do you miss the most? What part of the, the connection you miss the most, you would want him to work on the more, more so? Um, just spending time talking about, you know, our relationship, our lives, just feeling connected in that way. Mm -hmm. Do you feel you're not heard enough that you feel like he doesn't listen to you? Is that what you mean? I mean, maybe. Um, I just think he's so preoccupied with other things that I, I would like more of his attention. Did you tell him that? Uh, not like that. <laughs> Not like that. Why not? What is the fear? Will he reject you? Will he be moody? Or will, what, what do you think he'll, his reaction will be? I think he'd be sad because I think he's working really hard to do some stuff for our family, to make some money and right. whatever for our family. And I don't want to make him feel like he's not doing a good job. But that has nothing to do with it. Um, you can work super hard and still be you know, present in your family life. Even if it's okay. an hour, even if it's 30 minutes, right? Because it's another part of your brain. One part is work, another part is emotion and, and love and affection. So, so okay. when you're working, the other side of your brain, which is love, emotions, affection, desire, ooh -la -la, it's completely at rest. When you stop okay. working, 
the other side of your brain start waking up and then you can you do some more. So I think it's a great conversation to have, not to make him feel bad, you know, and then you can do, you know, uh, we can plan a dinner night, you can start, you know, doing some stuff that are fun and, you know, maybe you can one day cook something for him, one day he does something for you and, you know, you, you make it joyful and fun. Okay. Unspoken, and remember that, unspoken destroys relationships unspoken it's not what we say that destroys love and marriages it's what we do not say unspoken okay okay thank you all right well Shana, thank you for calling and have a good night you too simon have you ever been in a relationship or maybe you were married or partnership and you want to express some of your feelings but at the last minute you say oh maybe not it's not worth it i don't want to bother him or her with this have you ever refrained yourself from saying how you feel let's talk about that next Have you ever been in a, in a good relationship, maybe even you're married or in a partnership, and more than once you've had something to say, like my last caller, Shana, you know, she, she wanted her husband, who's very hardworking, and she loved that, but to pay more attention to her. But then I asked her, you know, hey, have you ever had this talk? She said, no, you know, I, I don't want to make him feel bad. But then we have to realize that it's what we don't say that kills relationship, because those unspoken, those secrets, those... Frustration takes away the romance, takes away the love, burns out our chemistry. That's the danger of not saying how we feel. And if you want to know how I know that by now, stay with me, because I'll tell you a personal story of how I've learned it the hard way. Next. So a little personal story about unspoken and how, you know, not saying it out loud, what you feel destroys your relationship. I was, in my late 20s, I was dating a wonderful woman that's before I came to the States. So French woman, it was, yeah, I came here at was 30. So it was probably 27 years old. Anyway, we're about a year together. And um, she was constantly, constantly, I'm serious, pushing the envelope on things like, um, how can I say it nicely? Do things like, you know, over the edge. She would push me to drive too fast. She would push me, you know, to do this. But she, you know, it was very exciting, but... It, and then I, I felt something was off, but we had such great chemistry and great time, you know. And then she, I got scared by all this madness, and I never said it until it was too late. And uh, she left me for a crazy guy. And I said to myself, you knew that from the beginning, Simon. You should have said something, and I didn't. Anyway, I'm glad it's over now, but the lesson I've learned is that when you feel something is not making you happy, say it. Don't do like me. Do better than me. You call the next. Bonjour, Sierra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Uh, What's going on? How can I help tonight? Well, I, I'm kind of in this dilemma. I'm seeing this guy. I like him a lot. We've been seeing each other for about a few months. And, okay. you know, we have a lot in common. You know, we like to hang out. We go hiking, walking. You know, it's been fun. But I feel like I'm always reaching out to him. I'm always texting him. You know, he's doesn't always get back to me right away, but when he does and we get together, we have fun. So, like, I was kind of, like, concerned about it, so I talked to my friends about it, and they're kind of like, you know, you need to, like, really think about this, because it sounds like this guy's using you. So I'm wondering, should I stay in this? Should I get out? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I to see. do. Okay, so using you, I mean, w w w are they implying he's using you for what? I mean, for, for entertainment, for ooh-la-la, -la, yeah. for company, what, for what? 
I think it's like everything. I think they feel like, okay. you know, there's nothing better to do because it's like, you know, COVID right now, nothing's really going on because it feels like when he calls me, it's like he calls me back. It's like later in the evening. It's not like getting right back to me all the time. And like he never really called me to get together. So I'm like insecure about it, you know? He never calls you to get together? Well, once in a while. Like, you know, I don't know. Once in a while, maybe. Okay, so does this man brings you joy of life? Well, when we're together, yeah. And, like, I feel like if he takes the time to spend more time with me, like, he's going to realize what I realize. Do you know what I mean? And that, like, something great could develop from this. But I don't know. Mm, no, it doesn't, unfortunately, work like this. Um, it works in an organic way where it's not so much from the time spent. It's from the beginning how he feels and how you feel. But... My advice on this one is a bit different than I would say usually outside of pandemic. I think right now, if this man's bring you nuggets of joie de vivre, of joy of life, as we say back home in France, you should keep him and don't listen to your girlfriends. If this man, whether you call him or he calls you, brings you energy, joy, warmth, uh, smile, then maybe you use him for that. <laughs> and then, right? Yes, because so many people don't have anybody. Including me, yeah. I, all I have is my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, t to stare at for the last eight months. And so I think during this pandemic, all rules are like on hold. Mm -hmm. If it was off pandemic, I would say this guy is not in love with you. But right now, it's not so much in love or not in love. If you think right. this guy brings you a big smile to your life, use him okay. to, for your advantage. Well, thank you. That's great. I feel good now. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm glad. Mission accomplished. Thank you, Sierra, and have a good night. Bye, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go listen to my voicemail because apparently Brad left me a voicemail with an important question about his love life. So that's next. Say you have a question in the middle of the night or so post-show hours or even in the morning or afternoon. All you got to do is dial 855-905-8255, leave me a voicemail, and I'll get to it at night just like for Brad's. Take a listen. Hi, this is Brad. I just have a question about trying to decide which direction to go when you have more than one option. I've been seeing a few guys over dating apps, and I really can't decide which one to choose. You know, one's good looking and he treats me right. Another one uh, I'm not so sure about, but he has the same professional goals as I do, and I feel like we would maybe be more compatible in the long run. So. I'm not sure, like, which trade-off to make in terms of which guy to go with. Anyways, again, my name's Brad. I would really appreciate advice. Thank you. Brad, thank you for the voicemail uh, and for your question. Yeah, what should you do if you have the uh, option to uh, decide to go with one partner or another one and you're not sure between the two which one is best for you? I'll give you my insight next. So what should you do if you're like Brad and, you know, you like two people at the same time? You're not in love with two people. I say you like two people at the same time. Brad can't decide between two guys. There's two options, right? He likes two guys for different reasons. Here's my advice. Brad, um, at this stage, think of you going to a, um, I don't know, a, a bakery shop, and there is, you know, an apple tart and uh, a pear tart or chocolate mousse, something like that. You like both dessert, but you just, you, can't, you, you know, you, you'd rather have just one. So, so what you do is, you, you know, you, you follow your, what you want the most. And that's my advice is, A, before you're exclusive, you can have as many partners as you want. So why not, you know, uh, date both actually because 
That's the rule here in the land. Unless you are exclusive, you don't have to answer to no one. You can actually date two guys, three guys, ten guys, a hundred guys. It's nobody's business. And that's my advice, Brad. Go with your intuition and date both of them for a while. See which one you like the most and go from there. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. People say sharing is loving. And I say sharing a romantic story on the rendezvous. That's loving. Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Penny. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Penny. So you have a, story, a romantic story to share. I am all ears. Um, well, I had my daughter about a year ago, 14 Congrats. months to be exact. And uh-huh. uh, it was great. My husband actually had a great uh, paternity leave through his job. So for the first you know, six months, it was the two of us, and we were really... You know, we had a whole rhythm and system going, and then he had to go back to work, which I totally understood, and then the pandemic happened, and so he's yeah. been working, you know, 60 hours a week um, to support us, and he helps as much as he can whenever he's home. He's truly a rock star, but I've just been pulling my hair out and exhausted and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. haven't had any time for myself, so he planned a surprise weekend which is not exactly what one would think, but he actually got a hotel room for him and my daughter. So they went, he made sure it was very safe. They went to a hotel for a weekend. He let me have the whole weekend at home. He hired a masseuse to come to the house. He stocked the fridge with all my favorite foods, my favorite wines. Wow. I got to have a weekend to myself and watch all the cheesy movies that I love. And it was truly, like, it, it rejuvenated me in a way that I, I didn't even know I needed yeah, I must say, listen, you went all in. How did that make you feel? It's a, it made me feel seen because as a lot of times, you know, as a, as a mom and you're just, you feel like you're always just invisible and it's always about your child. And it just, I just felt like he saw me, he saw what I needed and I didn't even have yep. to ask him to do it. He just, and that to me, I didn't even realize I was craving just to be seen. Well said. Well, I'm glad he did this. This is a wonderful story and a reminder for us also of what to do. So thank you so much, Penny, for sharing, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Mm, Let's finish the show by a key question for you. If you had to choose between career and love, which would you choose? Let's talk about that next. If you had to choose between career and love right now, right now, which would you choose? Hmm. Seems like an easy question, but I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. If you don't follow me there, you really should. It's a lot of great stuff there. At Rendezvous Radio, 24-7, 365. And um, your vote is interesting. 64% of you voted love, between a career and love, and then 36% of you voted, I would choose a career. And it's interesting because, you know, with the time we are here now, you know, it would think, you know, People um, be more 50-50, such tough times. But I guess love is still the number one, and maybe that's a good thing. And actually, it is a good thing. It's always a tough choice, career and love, if you have to pick only one. Someday I would say my career, and someday I would say love. That's my honest answer. Thank you so much for voting. Merci beaucoup, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.